When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's spooky episode, always the bride of Frankenstein, never the bride, how to give your neighbors sticky fingers, and is this haunted podcast actually stretching? All that and more on today's episode of Bats and Lice with Gory Beth Denberg. Help me out, almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the red dots to do it. Lori Beth is in session and we're reading from the scriptures of vital information Talk to my goddess and my savior, my LBT Just tell me what's going on with me Oh my goddess and my savior, my LBT Just tell me what's going on with me Kittens, it's Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. Woo! With me, as always, is Clark Crozer. Hello. Hello. How Clark. are you? I'm good. Getting in the spirit, as uh, are you. I am. I'm excited. Today is the Halloween episode. It is the special Halloween episode. And we're Halloweenies today. We decided to take, because we asked for Halloween questions. Yeah. We got a lot. We <laughs> said we're taking the day off from horrible gut-wrenching <laughs> problems <laughs> that I can relate to. <laughs> And just having a fun Halloweeny show. Yeah, right. We're still giving advice. It's just not about to do when your dog molested your neighbor and you found out from his diary and then he had a drug problem. And I'm like, okay, well, this happened to me too. So let me dredge that up. And try yes. to stay sober after we record. So today is just a fun Halloweeny show. Yay. Now I have something. I, I refuse to tell Clark about this. Okay, yeah. But I just something that happened to me this week All right. that is not Halloween-ish, okay. but it is horrific. Okay, I like it. It's, it. You know, it's what happened was I've been staying with my friend whose husband passed away. Yeah. She has the red dogs who oh, I right, love. Right, right. And they are like velociraptors, so they can open the doors in the house. Right. So they're, they're not knobs, they're the handles. The handles, yeah. So... Clever it used girl. to be just uh, exactly just the clever girl Bella <laughs> right. that could do it, uh, but now the younger one Dash has become an expert. Wow! And he's big and gangly, so he just hits it once and bursts into my room like Kramer. <laughs> it's exactly what it's like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh! And usually they they burst in and they just jump on my because my friend is a teacher, right? So she gets up at five a.m. to right. go teach your children, right? So the least she could do is help them out on the other side. <laughs> but um, so they burst in and they usually come and just, yeah. you know, get in bed with me and go to sleep. Yeah. So that's fine. And I am the queen of going back to sleep. So mm. it's not as though I'm like, well, now I'm up. So that's been all fine. But also my shit's a mess. My shit is everywhere. And Dash the younger and Bella the older, you know, 
they just get into shit and they take stuff and they rip it out. Dash is the one who ate my passport. I was about to say one of these was the culprit of the passport trauma. Dashel is the one that Uh, ate my passport. And he's taken just trash and this and yes. (laughs) And um, so I get home the other day. (laughs) I was texting with my friend. Are we going to have dinner together? Should I eat leftovers? And she said, did you see the note that the dogs left on your door? And I said, no. (laughs) Okay. And so I go and get this full sheet of paper and in crayon is written this note with like backwards letters, like a lemonade stand sign. (laughs) Right, 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 right. And it says, dear Auntie LB. Okay. We ate another one of your dildos. Oh. Mommy is so mad. My God. So, and the letter goes on and it's really sweet. It's like, mommy says she'll buy you a new one, but she is so mad at us. And dear listeners, the reason why it says another (laughs) is, and I will try to find this and I will really try to put this up on Instagram. Oh my God. A few years ago, Bella's like five. So when she was probably like one or something. So way more puppyish and way more prone to chewing on stuff. And it's not like my shit is just out, too. That's the thing. It's not like I, like, have sex toys strewn on my floor next right. to, like, bacon beds. Right. Um, I was in the garage at my dad's house um, doing laundry. Yeah. And Bella comes out the dog door with this big, actual rubber, like, dildo in her mouth. Oh, my God. And she is just like... Want to play? Look what I got. Look what I got. And I turn around and I am mortified. There's no one there to be mortified in front of. Right. But this might have been like the first time that they left it at my house, her at my house. Was the was the dildo like too big to get through the dog door? So yeah. it was like Eddie Munster trying to get through the, the, the doorway. With she the had big... to slowly turn. <laughs> no. I have an I have an average length uh, birth canal and the cervix. So I, I don't have anything that crazy, but it was big enough to stick out both sides of her mouth. Okay. And it was, and I took a picture, luckily I had my phone. I took a picture Okay. and that one went in the trash. Oh. And, but it was this, this whole big joke. I was mortified at first. I didn't want to tell my friend and I'm like, Oh my God. And then I did. And it was like, it's the funniest thing any of it us have really ever heard is. or seen. So that is why the note the other day said another, another. although oh. this a new one yes. was an actual vibrator that's a really good one that oh, I no. bought not that long ago. And so we're having this, you know, text conversation and I'm laughing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and I go like cringing as I send the text. What color was it? Oh no. Like it's not the good one, is it? And oh. she says it was pink. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. It was the pink hippo. Oh. And so, but when I went to uh, I'm picturing it just being ripped to shreds. Right. But when I went to check, she's like, I threw it in your laundry basket. He had just kind of chewed the handle. Oh, okay. And it worked and it was all oh, good. So okay. I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. I can wash things. It, it's. I was going to say, is it is it the kind that you could just like throw in the dishwasher or something and it would just clean up and steam no, clean? No, I mean, I can wash. It is waterproof, I think. I don't know. I'll, I'll check the dishwasher thing, but I don't think so. Okay. But I can, yeah. Can you put this next to your coffee mug for tomorrow? <laughs> but sanitize them together. But so it's like, I am I will report to everybody when I use it again. Okay. After it's thoroughly cleaned. But um, <laughs> so this really cute 
you know, note from the dogs, you know, and and my friend was like, I'll buy you another one. I was right. even getting the link to send to her. Right. It's like a $50 item. It, yeah, I'm sure. They, they can get expensive. Yeah, but then I looked at it and I'm like, eh, normal wear and tear yeah. for my life. <laughs> So that was, you know, it's not quite Halloweenish, but it is just horrific. That is pretty funny. Yes. That is pretty fucking hilarious. Um, also, I wanted to talk about before we get into the questions. Yeah, this is kind of a special day. I, we're we're celebrating Halloween here because you know all the listeners. It's going to be Halloween in the next few days, and yay, I love Halloween. Yay! Uh, but when we're recording this, this is actually a little bit before. And I saw when I woke up this morning on this date last year is when you and I publicly announced that this show was coming. That's right. It's been officially one year of bad advice. We've we've announced we announced this podcast. I, th- I saw the Facebook post, too. Yes. For me and I, or you, too. And I said, I'm finally doing a podcast. Send yeah. us your questions. And it was one year ago today. Today, which so, is uh, fun. We're we're getting close to a full year of bad advice. It's been one whole year since I officially decided to make an effort. <laughs> <laughs> and and look where we are now. I know. <laughs> I love the community and the people that write to me and yes. the, you know, not just the, not just people that send in the questions, but, you know, I get questions through, you know, we get questions through the website and right. the voicemails and we love that. But I also get questions through my social media yeah. and it's just really fun to connect. Well, and I feel like, uh, you know, I'm looking through a lot of the questions. You're looking through a lot of the social media. I feel like we do have to kind of sift through a whole bunch of uh, uh, people that just want to compliment the show. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, you love the show. Great. I was looking for a question, but hey, thank you for loving the show so much. It's really, really nice. Yeah, we're getting a lot of good response. We really appreciate it. I love it. It's so much fun. Yay! Um, But uh, maybe we should start moving on to our spooky-themed questions. (gasps) Our Halloween questions. (laughs) We're doing things a little bit different here. Let's do a bunch of these questions right in a row, and we're going to start with our good friend Kathleen. Okay. And Kathleen asks... In your opinion, what's the best treat to give the little ones who may come to the door? Please keep in mind that whatever is left, I may eat. Aha. So it has to be good for the kids and good for the giver. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I have to tell a brief story. Okay. It's one of my is favorite. Is it about dildos? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't every story? Yes. No. But when I get to the point in the story (laughs) where before I hit the end and you imagine it's about dildos, (laughs) you will be horrified. Okay. Sounds good. It was just a few years ago and I was at my dad's house and I got Halloween candy. Oh, nice. And I was opening the door and giving it to trick-or-treaters. Pre-COVID, I'm assuming. Pre, I think it was pre-COVID. Yes, sir. And... I had finished, I had put out some decorations and stuff Mm. and the light on. Yeah. And then I was out of candy. But then I turned off the light right? because I had no more candy. Right. Closed down But shop. I left the decoration out, but I figured, oh, this, and I get this one more knock on the door. Okay. And I don't have any, any candy. more candy, but yeah. I answer, and there's this chicky there. She was old. She wasn't like four. Right. She was like, you know, 11, 12, sure, something. Sure, sure. 
And I was like, I don't have any candy. And I go, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, no. So this is this <laughs> when is, you grab the dildo. Yeah, this is the part <laughs> in the story where if you think that it's going dildo-ish, it's horrible. But that's not what happened. Don't mind the teeth marks. I, <laughs> I just, I'm looking around for anything. Right. And I come back to her and I go, do you want a lemon lime LaCroix? <laughs> That's the only thing I could find that was like almost a thing. Um, and she was like, okay. And I was like, okay. I took the decorations down. It wasn't okay. that much, but I'm like, okay, we are closed for business. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was just, I was so distressed. Like, I don't want to give you nothing, yeah. but here's a lemon lime LaCroix. No, man. Look, I have a, a six-year-old. Yeah. I know the rules of trick-or-treating right now. I'm in the middle of it. If the lights are off, man, yeah, that's that's a clear sign. Yeah. You could have easily just said, "Sorry, hon, I ran out and closed I the door." No, but I didn't want to. Well, I, I didn't know. have to open the door. Yeah, either. you didn't even have to open the door. But that's true. I just, I was like, "Oh, one last chicky. What do I have?" What for was you? her costume? Do you remember? I, have, I don't remember. Uh, okay. I don't remember. So, but that then goes back to the original question, yes. which is, what's the what best kind thing? of candy is yeah. the best kind of candy? Probably not LaCroix. They weigh the bag down. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh Everyone just gave their kid a LaCroix and then they just start beating each other with the sacks of soda. I really hope that if nothing else, this podcast has inspired one person to just hand out LaCroix for Halloween no. this year. Every oh. kid gets a LaCroix. <laughs> you look like you want a strawberry. Here you go. Yeah. You like a... No, just one. <laughs> I'm extra thirsty. Um, I, I not thinking about that. I was like, juice boxes wouldn't be a bad move. That's true. Not, but you know, there's this thing. There's the cheap ass Halloween candy, right? You know, nobody needs Smarties. Nobody needs chalk, right? Well, no. Well, I. This is gonna uh, bump up against the other question, which is what's good candy and what's bad candy. Correct. But there's a. It's different. What's good to eat is a different question than what's good to hand out. To give and hand out like, individually wrapped. Obviously, exactly. I mean, the first answer to this question is something individually wrapped. Exactly. And factory sealed. Yes. This yes. is why. Even though candy and razor blades is a complete Myth. urban legend, yeah. the only time that happened was as a result of the urban legend. Right. And even though nobody's going to fucking give your kids their edibles. <laughs> Right, exactly. Are you kidding me? It's like you'd be stupid to hand out a $50 dildo too. Like the, nobody's going to be handing out expensive shit. The only way that would happen, and it wouldn't, is if the people were so fucking stoned yeah, already. Exactly, that, that they, they didn't realize like, what they were doing. The, okay. You want some brownies? Yeah, man. <laughs> Such, eat, here, eat a quarter of this cookie. Yeah. <laughs> There's four of you. Break it up. One for each village person. I don't know why there's four little kids dressed as the village people. But chocolate is always a good bet. I would say no nuts. No, Yeah, that's true. No nuts no as mounds, a safeguard. No uh, almond joys. Don't give me coconut or I'm going to fucking egg your house. <laughs> I always feel like a nut. I don't feel like not a nut. And <laughs> Just some bullshit coconut. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, no nuts is a big thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's. I mean, luckily, I don't believe there are individually wrapped circus peanuts. No. But um, 
something with some oomph to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, chocolate is good. But as far as, but the chocolate, what I understand you saying, Kathleen, right? Yeah, Kathleen. Is like, that's going to be there and I am just going to keep fucking eating that. Right. So here's my answer for something cool, fun. Yes. That you would not be, it's not that you wouldn't be tempted to sit and eat them one after the other, but it's a lot of work. Mm. Ring pops. Oh, I'm going with ring pops because regular little lollipops are like, please, what am I at the doctor? Right. And then, you know, ring pops are neat and you wear them and it's a whole thing. Absolutely. But if there's a stack of ring pops, it's not like I'm going to like open them up one after the other and eat them while I watch Conan. Well, also from a candy giver's point of view, I always feel bad if I have a giant bowl of candy Uh and the doorbell rings and here's four little kids all dressed up in their costumes and I'm like, here's your one Milky Way. Here's your one Crunch Bar. I always feel bad. I give them a couple, right? You grab a couple, you toss it in the bag. You grab a couple, you toss it in the bag. If you had ring pops, there would be no need yeah. to give more than one ring pop per kid. Yeah, that's that a one and done. That is such a great idea. And they're neat. Yeah. And they're- You can add yeah. it to your costume. Yeah. You could be an astronaut with a ring. You could do anything. <laughs> so I'm going with ring pops as far as something neat, yummy, different. I love that. That is my answer to your face. What a great answer. That's a really good answer. Um, okay. Um, now, the, now the whole country is overloaded with people giving <laughs> ring pops. And I have, I was about to, to actually whip it out right here, but there is a giant bucket of ring pops right behind what? me, right over here that I got at Costco like a year ago. And then Karen got upset at me because she thought Lex was going to want to eat them all. But uh, so they've been hiding really right here. Weird. I know, right? I had no, dear listeners i had zero idea of that and now i'm just thinking like i'm kind of on the halloween show i'm kind of creeped out right isn't that great um okay uh let's move on hopefully that helps kathleen uh let's move on to our next question who also happens to be my favorite name of the week okay and this question is from bob dot butt whiskers <laughs> and bob dot butt whiskers asks <laughs> What's your idea for a great metaphor costume? Example, when life gives you lemons and it's a person wearing a name tag that says life and she hands out lemons to people. Oh, oh, you know, it's funny. What? I did that at what would have been my high school graduation. You did? But wouldn't be. I have lemon tree growing up and I got a bunch of lemons okay. and I gave them out to my friends and said, just like life. Wow. I was not, which in retrospect is like pathetic and weird. <laughs> and why did I give everyone a fucking lemon to hold? Uh, why did you bring me a can of uh, 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 soup? Soup every time you came and saw me in a play. It was, it was it's in you. that vein. Yeah, exactly. It's you. That's you. But um, so that's really funny. But I know I have a teacher friend who loves metaphors and the kids love when they learn about metaphors. Mm. And her favorite one that she has been for Halloween before oh. is um, my dogs are barking like your feet uh, are sore. OK. And she says that and the kids are always like, what does that mean, teacher? Because <laughs> I don't know, because they're all Ralph Wiggum or something. <laughs> right. Um. So 
That's a good one. My dogs are barking. Okay. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I like that one. That's not bad. What other metaphors do we have? It's raining cats and dogs. Yeah. You could wear uh, like have a, an umbrella. You could have an umbrella that has like little stuffed animals yeah. around the rim. Yeah. That's pretty easy. To, I mean, you could go the whole way and put on a raincoat and stuff. Mm. But you could also have just a normal outfit. And then once you put the umbrella away, you're free to continue with your life. What if you just... Uh, um, smoke pot and say you're a melting pot. Oh, because you're melting the pot in the the little thing, and or it's part of your costume. Or yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ignore that bad thing <laughs> and say you do the whole really intense makeup of their faces melting when they look at the Holy Grail. Okay, there you in go. Indy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They chose cor uh, incorrectly. They yes. chose poorly. They chose poorly and they're dressed as a big joint. Oh, Then they are a, a melting, melting pot. pot. Much better. Much, and that's $17,000 extraction. <laughs> Let's get Rick Baker in here. Yeah, there you go. Let's get Woody Harrelson in here to consult. Um... But yeah, my, my my dogs are barking, my friend likes. And raining cats and dogs is always, it's, I mean, it's cute and yeah. it's easy. Yeah. Because um, just, you know, tie some, tie some little, it doesn't even have to, now that I'm thinking about like big stuffed animals, like all the way around. Oh, yeah. But, you know, or you could even just like put pictures, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with that raining cats and dogs. Now, uh, straying a little from the question. Yes. Do you prefer... A more metaphorical punny costume or a more literal costume? Well, that would be a simile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. I am Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> exactly. Okay, we're, you're going to come with us for a while. 72 hours to be in fact. Um, the literal, well, that is the thing, is making the metaphorical literal. Right. Um. To have barking dogs. Right. Or I guess, I don't know what she did, but maybe it was like dog slippers that barked. I don't mm. remember. But like, it's raining cats and dogs. You're taking this, um, no, what's it called? Maybe it is a metaphor. Anyway, I think there's another uh, word for it. Like mm. what cliche, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's a play on... God, there's so many in my brain that right. I can't think of anymore. It's like right. Tina Belcher does them all on yeah, Bob's Burgers. Uh, yeah, Bob's Burgers. Like she was like a, a mommy mummy. And she right. was a mummy with a baby doll. Right. You know, she was going to be, you know, a hot mess and she was just going to be all crazy and then have flames on her. Right. Then she was going to be the sand witch. Oh, and it was a witch nice. between two pieces of bread. So there's like that kind of fun stuff where where it's really exciting. And I just I just <laughs> let the I just let the writers of Bob's Burgers fill out the end of this question. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> those things where what you don't want to do is work so hard and be so out there that nobody gets it. That's the thing. And then you're bummed out. That's the thing. You could spend 10 hours working on a yeah. clever metaphor costume. And then you walk into the party and everyone's like, oh, look at the guy behind you. He's the crow. Yeah. And you're like, OK, well, yeah, exactly. he spent two minutes on that, put on a, a trench coat and some white makeup. Uh, exactly. So you don't want to be disappointed and then you don't want to be superior where, like, no one was clever enough yeah. to get my costume. <laughs> exactly. 
I'm clearly joie de vivre. That impresses Why nobody. Why don't you get it? You Philistines. That's that's Halloween in France. I believe it's pronounced Halloween there. Yeah. Halloween. Halloween. No, we will celebrate Halloween, no? <laughs> See, one croissant for you, and one croissant for you, and some fine ripened cheese for you. <laughs> Off you go. Uh, but only yeah. individually packaged cheese. Yes, individually. <laughs> laughing cow. Oh, that's funny. Um, all right. Well, uh, that uh, hopefully that helps with uh, you, Bob. Butt Whiskers. Um, <laughs> let's move on. We're going to the next question. This is from N Fortin Eleven, and N Fortin Eleven says, "My friend is having a Halloween potluck party in about a week. What would be a meal that's spooky yet satisfying?" Oh. Interesting. The first thing that comes to my brain is just like making something regular. Like I thought make burgers and call them mad cow burgers. (laughs) There you go. You know, just like something weird. Yeah. Um, Or uh, also what flashed in my brain is there's this thing. It's like called a cat box cake. Have you ever Mm, seen that? No. And it's a cake and you put like, you know, whatever cake on the bottom and then you put crushed graham crackers, mm. and then you put a little kitty cat scoop, oh, and no. you put Tootsie Rolls as poop, and it just looks like a cat box that's been shit in by a million felines. But it's really a, yeah. a cake. But it's really a cake. Oh, that's cool. Or you could do like, well, this would be a lot of work, yeah. but just on based on that, grab the stuff in, well, in the dark, like the peeled oh, grapes right, or right. the eyeballs. Yeah, the cold spaghetti. Yeah, like brains. you could do a strange spooky fruit platter. Yeah. That's sure. what everyone wants. It's nature's candy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing spookier is, than cantaloupe. Yeah, but it is like you could just do like burritos. <laughs> So, or, or burritos, and you like decorate the outside so it looks like a severed toe. Oh, that's that's good. Wouldn't it be burritos, not burritos? burritos. Yes. Or burritos. Like I do like yeah, that. I do like the toes because part. Yeah. it could be made. You know, you could do some like salsa on one end to look right. and look like it's bloody and severed. You, you get a what? How would you make a toenail? How a big Frito. Edible toenail. A big, a big like, oh. uh, or a couple Fritos, yeah. which would look like yellow. Yellow-y. Like a corn chip would look like a gross yellow toenail. Mm, that's not bad. And so I'm I'm, I'm voting for that. I really just thought of that. That's pretty good. I've never I like done that. that before. But, and, you know, it depends on, you know, I've given uh, ideas for a few entrees. Right. But you could always say, let me handle the punch and do the spooky punch with the dry ice mm-hmm. so that it's like, shoosh, shoosh, shoosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that was me verbally, <laughs> Im- verbally uh, Expl- imitating smoke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I'm doing it with my hand. <laughs> Only Clark can see that. So then there's. Um, I I do like this the theory though of you know you don't have to make the food scary. 
as much as you need to come up with a scary sign to put in front of the food. Yes, you just need to theme regular exactly. food. You need to describe it in a scary way. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just, or I mean, you could, I, even if it's not, well, this strikes me as more holiday. Nah, Thanksgiving, I was going to say, but like, it depends. I don't know if this person is, I don't know if there's 10 people after whatever, but it's like, you could get little pumpkins, not too little and carve them out and whatever and yeah. use them as, as bowls and oh. put like pumpkin soup in them and draw something, you know, there's like all different levels of skill. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like mine, which is microwave burritos. Yeah, that, exactly. You know, I guess you might want to make real burritos. With some corn chips on top. With some corn chips on top. But no, I do like that. I like the idea of, of a pun. Yeah. A fun pun and then food. Yeah, that's really fun. But like, if you are more creative, if you are a cook, I say you do um, a nice lobster bisque. Yeah. Uh, with a but what would be the funny pun for that? Uh mobster kiss. <laughs> and it's all bloody. Or it's a lobster kiss and there's like a claw that's constantly yes. like yes. plumping. So something like that, you know, in little pumpkins. Yeah. I, this is what I'd like to see. Yeah. I like medium it. little, you know, personal, like a personal pan pumpkin. Sure, sure. <laughs> hollowed out and then you can decorate it so i like that that's you know depending on your skill depending on your level of money depending right. especially on how many people you're trying to provide for which let's also remind people that covid is still out there and killing people but how spooky scary is a super <laughs> spreader is there a better holiday for puns than Halloween. You could do crackers and cheese and do like pub cheese and call it the super spread. Oh, that's good. Nice. I like that. Yeah, there's probably good COVID related yeah, ones. COVID too. like a charbuterie board. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. I don't know. One shared ring pop. <laughs> that's the scariest <laughs> one of all. But it's like spin the bottle and you have to spin it. And if it hits you, you have to lick, lick it. Lick it. Oh, good. Oh, my God. That's all right. the worst. Uh, okay, and Fortin 11, hope that helps. Hey, all you true crime fans, this is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morphin. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. We are moving on to our next question. This is from Ryan. Okay. And Ryan says, hi, LB. Here's my scenario. In order to make a costume work, I must shave off my beard. Oh. Girlfriend says no, but I've already invested in the costume. What are my next best steps? Shave and wear the costume? Don't shave and wear the costume? Say fuck it and just wear a Titleist hat and salmon-colored polo shirt and be a golfer? <laughs> That was from Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Yeah. All right. I have some, I have a little experience with this. Okay. Uh, my, one of my ex-boyfriends, we did a Halloween costume one year in which he did shave his beard mm. into a goatee. Mm, okay. 
Um, and he went the extra mile. I did. Well, I, he thought I'd cut my hair off too, but I was wearing a wig. Oh. When I came out, he was like, I thought you cut your hair off. Oh, and wow. I'm like, no, I'm not no, cutting my hair off for this shit. <laughs> but he did, um, shave his beard into a goatee, which okay. was important for the, for the character. For the character. Gotcha. Um, but then after that, he had to shave all the way and start over, which was really depressing and which really, really showed me why he had a beard in the first place. (laughs) I just remember we met for, we met for dim sum the next day and he was just like really depressed. And I'm like, yeah, I see. Oh no. I see now. But it grew back, but then he's a piece of shit anyway. So whatever. Um, (laughs) just trying to sneak something depressing in. So, you know, it depends. First of all, it's like, it'll grow back. Sure. And it is your face, but I know you're showing deference to your girlfriend. Yeah. So, you know, it's up to you. How solid is your relationship? Yeah. And how good is the, does he say what costume he wants to do? No, that he doesn't say. Oh, okay. I wish we had that. Yeah, that would be very helpful. If it's if it's awesome and going to be epic in pictures from now until he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. And if he's like, no, I just wanted to be uh Jordan Joseph Levitt. What's his <laughs> name? <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt. That- yes. Okay. Yeah. But I Joseph said Gordon- Jordan ghost is Levitt. <laughs> I'll pretend like I fucked it up on, pur- on purpose. You know, well, I, I can say this. I have had a friend who had an amazing idea for a costume. And I've, it's one of those things where he wore it at at least one party, maybe a couple. And it was so funny that it comes up in my like memories all the yeah. time. I always love this idea. He was, and, and let's keep in mind, my friend is about six, three, maybe six, four big guy. Very, very, very hairy. Oh. And uh, he was one of my favorite costumes. He was uh, Genie's stunt double from I Dream of Genie, <laughs> where he literally just went to a, a costume store and bought the I Dream of Genie costume and put it on. Okay. And it, you just had hair exploding from oh, everywhere gross. and a big beard, but he was Genie's stunt double. Ah, right. So that's what I feel like could be a, a funny a compromise. Spin, a oh. compromise here. Whatever you're gonna be, Ryan. Whatever that outfit is, maybe that person needs a stunt double. So you don't have to be the perfect version of the character. You're the slightly off version or extremely off version yeah. <laughs> of that character, and you're the stunt double. Interesting. Very, I, uh, very good. When I saw the must, I have to shave off my beard question. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Is, uh, yeah. Which is funny because I thought you were going to say he shaved his whole body. Oh, no. Okay. He which, left all wow. the hair out. Should he have gotten rid of some of it, Clark? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Okay. Maybe. <laughs> was this the 70s? <laughs> no, it was close. It was the 90s. Oh, okay. You know. Oh, so sad. Um, But uh, I don't know. Hopefully that'll help. Uh, Ryan, I I don't know. Do you have anything else? No, it's more like, do you want to go for it? Is this, that's basically my question. Is it the perfect costume to go out and enjoy your first Halloween after fucking, you know, the horror of COVID? Or not that COVID's not still going on. You (laughs) should wear a mask if you go outside. Don't fucking lick everybody's ring pop. (laughs) 
<laughs> E-T-C dot dot dot. Ooh, end parens. But, you know, if you really think about it and go, well, that's a good idea, yeah. but my girlfriend loves my itchy beard. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so you make that, you make that decision yeah. and then, but I think the stunt double idea is really awesome. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I, I, and as much as I love Halloween, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. I don't know if it's worth losing your relationship <laughs> over the right costume. But, well, you know, you do what you want to do, Ryan. Um, all right. We are moving on to our last question. Oh, This is our last Halloween question of the episode. And it is from Daniel. Daniel? <laughs> Daniel asks. I feel like he's like in trouble. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel asks, hey, LB. What was the favorite Halloween costume you ever wore? Do you know my answer, Clark? Is that why you chose this one? I know I do not. I know my answer. Oh I don't know God. your answer. Okay. It was, I'm pretty, no, I think I bought it myself. I was going to say, I think it probably came from a production. Oh. But it didn't. I, I bought it myself. It was oh. a Bride of Frankenstein costume. Oh, no, never. The wig, I think, was from a job. Okay. And so I kept the wig, this big, tall wig with the, wig with the uh, stripes up yes. the side of, you know, gray stripes. And I had that and I bought a Bride of Frankenstein costume, which is not much. It's just this kind of tattered, yeah. glowy gown. Yeah, robes and, yeah. and bandages. It's just like an and... overdress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not even that, you know, whatever. And so then I have the wig and the wig makes it like... Top notch. Wow. Like, that's like, wow, you really yeah. put something together. Yeah. So that was my favorite. Plus, the dress was like really floofy. It was easy. It wasn't like, I can't sit down in this. Did it have the long gloves, like the white gloves? No, it didn't. It was oh. easier than that. Like, oh, wow. super recognizable. She's nice. the bride of Frankenstein without inconveniencing me at all. Wow. But my favorite, why this one sticks out. So I wore it a few times. Huh. But why this one sticks out so much is because I had this friend who had some uh, medical issues mm. back when I lived at the drug den before yeah, I yeah, got yeah. sober. And she, no, it was after I was sober. I take that back. Mm. So she and I were at a sober party. That's why I remember. Mm. And I'm dressed like the Bride of Frankenstein. She, I don't remember what she was dressed as, but it wasn't like super over the top. Okay. But then she started feeling really ill. Oh, no. And she would periodically feel really ill. And I would take her to the emergency room. Like, oh this was God. a chronic issue. Oh, wow. Chronic that she's got more under control now. Mm. But so that night, she was like, I, I don't feel good. Oh, no. So then let's say she was a sexy kitty cat. <laughs> Sexy Kitty Cat and Bride of Frankenstein go to the emergency room. Oh, no. And that was just one of those, it's like something you see in a movie, like, oh, Were my other God. people dressed up in the emergency room? The, um, well, that was part of my thing. I'm like, are we going to see like a Paul Bunyan yeah. with an axe <laughs> exactly. in his head? That's what I would expect. I don't remember anything like that, really. Okay. But, the, you know, the... The nurses dressed up and had little, you know, sure. head boggle bobbles sure, sure, and, sure, sure. you know, little stuff like that. And right. Little costumes, but nothing too ornate because it has to be, you know, they have to be able to right. give you CPR it's, or something. It scrubs with a raggedy Ann hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, so the minimal, you know, stuff they could do. I remember they were really fun, mm. but it's, you know, and you forget what you look like. <laughs> right. 
Right. So then after a while, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're helping the Bride of Frankenstein. I'm like, my friend almost passed out. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So that was my favorite Halloween story, which isn't that fun. My friend was okay. She's still alive. Good, good, good. But um, yeah, the Bride of Frankenstein, it just, it was so simple. Yeah. And it really was recognizable, easy. It looks, and then I would do like, you know, some makeup and like whiten up my face, lighten up my face and do maybe red around my eyes and stuff to make me look like I had been made of corpses. Right. And because usually I just smell like I've been made of corpses. <laughs> so on this time, my insides and my outsides matched. Oh. But so that was my favorite Halloween costume. Oh, that is awesome. I love that. <laughs> What's your favorite Halloween costume Me? you ever wore? Yeah. Um, I I loved Halloween. I was like a Halloween king through my teens. I in remember. The 20s. I, I remember the Ghostbusters. Oh, the Ghostbusters was so good. I made so I. My best friend and I, we recreated the the whole proton pack from the original blueprint. That yep. was pretty awesome. Um, but I do have to say, uh, in my 20s, I was working at Universal and we were doing uh, the Halloween Horror Nights. OK. Right. And uh, after the first year, I got the Chucky role. So then I was just a puppeteer. Yeah. All I had to do was wear black clothes and do the chucky voice you know seven eight times a night uh-huh. um but i wasn't putting on makeup i wasn't putting on a costume none of that anymore but because that first year i was a character and i was a zombie i got to meet all of the makeup ladies oh so then every year after that i would just go to the makeup area and be like hey and they'd be like Clark! <laughs> and we'd all you know hang out and they were good friends i had a, a friend a specific friend that was a makeup artist and she put this in my brain of like i was able to make stuff i could if you gave if you wanted a prop mm-hmm. i could make a prop yeah i just wasn't good at making costumes and makeup yeah so she said let me do the the makeup the costume is really simple just make the prop so i said okay i'm going to do it so one year i went as edward scissorhands whoa and i made both hands i made both gloves from scratch and i had they they worked the scissors all moved they were a little sharper than they should have been but you know i did what i could uh and then she i went to her her, i went to this house she came she did full uh prosthetics Prosthetics on me scars all over my face she got rid of my eyebrows it was amazing. Where's the picture of that? I, I have it. I can show it to you. This uh, is back in the day when we didn't have all our pictures on our phones, yeah, little exactly, kids. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. That was probably my favorite costume of all that's time. That's freaking And crazy. can I just say, the same year, she also agreed to do my best friend. So I went to do get all the scar makeup, and my best friend, Logan, yes. came, and this was his best of all time, too. He was... Uh, um, Mr. Freeze, but not the creepy Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Mr. Freeze. Uh-huh. He was the cartoon animated Mr. Freeze. Oh. So he's already six five. So he's super yes. tall and gangly. And now he got a whole. He got a bald cap. They painted his whole head icy blue, Whoa. and then put it under a glass dome. So he had this whole outfit with the ice gun and everything, and this big glass dome over his head like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> It was so fucking cool. Oh, that's awesome. And it was both on the same year. So we didn't go together, but it was like (laughs) the two of us had these amazing professional costumes. 
so cool. That's awesome. That was probably my favorite. Okay. Um, but now that we finished those questions, I think now <gasps> I it is time yes. for a new rotating segment of the week. I'm excited. This is a good one. This is gonna be LB tells you what to like. So yes, I am excited about this. Yes. Because we're trying to figure out like how do we do this? How do we do this? Because we're just gonna tell you how awesome Muppets Haunted Mansion is. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what happened was this last week I saw Muppets Haunted Mansion with my family and almost immediately texted Lori like. <laughs> You have to watch this because we have to talk about this during the show this next week. It was so friggin' fun. Oh my God. So for anyone who, I won't ruin the ending, they all die. Um, it is the Muppets, who right. we love. Yes. Uh, and it is the Haunted Mansion from Disneyland. Which we love. Which we love and yes. know like the back of our Disney hand. Yes. So... There's all these in-jokes about the Muppets and in-jokes about if you know the interior of the Haunted Mansion. Like, yes. all of this stuff. Oh, it was amazing. So, I mean, it was like nonstop jokes. Yeah. And it was, and and also, um, Gonzo was the main character. Yes. With Pepe, the King Prawn. Yes. Who I distinctly remember. Like, this is how we love, if you haven't watched the Muppets. Yeah. Go watch the Muppets. They're a lot more adult than you think they are. Yeah. And by that, I mean smarter and tongue in cheek right. and sarcastic and sardonic. Right. Um, and and entertaining and goofy and fun. Yeah. So the whole thing, you know, we love the Muppets. And I remember when, what was it called? The movie where Gonzo found out. Muppets from space. Muppets from space. Yep. They introduced the character of Pepe the King Prawn. Yeah. And Clark and I were like, we love him. Yeah. Like it was a big gamble. Yeah. And I mean, it was it was kind of like putting a new beetle into the, the yeah, Beatles. That's exactly how it seemed. Like you had the Beatles. Now you're gonna add somebody else. You're gonna add Pepe. Right. And then we were like, I love him. <laughs> so I always remember that. I'm like, you're in Pepe. And so it was the, the main characters were Gonzo and Pepe going into the haunted mansion. Right. And they encounter, you know, there's all these celebrity cameos, some of them a second long. Yeah. Um, and that's the big fun of the uh, Muppet movies in general right. is you come up on the back of a human character and they turn around and you're in this great little cameo. Yeah. The best, uh, the one that sticks out in my head the most is Steve Martin in the oh, actual Muppet movie. Of course. As their waiter. Oh, but even better than that, in the original Muppet movie, Bernadette Peters. Yes. Bernadette Peters is there for an even shorter amount of yes. time. Yes. He's oh, just no, like, yeah, Steve Martin's is like a big thing. He actually has a character. He has a whole scene. Yeah. But there are just these quick, you know. Blink and you'll miss them. Blink em. and you'll miss them. Exactly. Like to the point where I was like, was that Pat Sajak in yeah, the middle? Exactly. And then, of course, I look up IMDb and I'm like, it, it was. It really was Pat and Sajak. And that's who that. And that, like there were people that I didn't catch. And yeah. then I went back and looked at the cast list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was so much fun. So many. And I'll tell you this, though. Yeah. It was really frustrating. This is why I think I liked it a million times more, even though I, I would already like it a million times. <laughs> I was disappointed. Okay. When I went to Disneyland. Oh. Because the Haunted Mansion ride was so, I mean, it's set up 
for Halloween. Oh, right. It's a for whole nightmare. different thing. For Nightmare, All, yeah. Yeah, for Nightmare uh, before Christmas. I almost yeah. said Nightmare Against Christmas. <laughs> choo, choo. <laughs> Um, so that was, and I was with my friend who hadn't been there since she was six. So she wasn't getting to see the classic stuff that she saw. Both of us were kind of like, I'd like to see it regular. Yeah. So that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. And so getting to see that, that, you know, all of that classic, you know, the regular stuff of the ride yeah. is what was in the movie. Yes, and exactly. It's, I guess it's an hour. It's a special. It's, it's a special. Not yeah. quite a movie, but and it this, was Did awesome. you notice there are so many intricate little details? Yes. Stuff that they don't talk about. There's no joke about it. You just literally have to be keep your eyes open. The one that, that blew me away is they go into the stretching room. Yes. With the posters. Yes. And of course, all of the stretching room posters are redesigned with Muppet characters. Yes. That's great. That's fine. I've seen that a million different ways. DC villains. I've seen it, you know, and everything. Exactly. But did you notice in the stretching room, there are more than just the stretching posters. There's also, there's also gargoyles sitting on that top shelf looking down on you. And if you if you wait too long to leave the Haunted Mansion, they start whispering to each other. Whoa. Yeah, it's like a thing that's in the Haunted Mansion. So I was looking at those gargoyles. They weren't gargoyles. What were they? They were menominas. <laughs> there were tons of menominas around the stretching room. I didn't see that. I'm going to have to watch it again. So amazingly great and it's just a small little di- detail they there's no a small joke. little dildo it's a little dildo there's no joke about it there's no reference to it you just have to keep uh pay attention yeah it is easter egg city oh my god uh, but i loved even the more obvious stuff that you would never get if you weren't as versed right you know where after the stretching thing gonza goes i just noticed this room has no windows and no doors <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know and i'll tell i don't know why but this is exactly what happened okay we, I was watching with my friend. We get to the point where they meet the host, right. the host of the haunted mansion, right? And I'm like, we're watching, and I, I don't know. I'm like, who is that? And I go, oh. how is that not Will Arnett? Like, it's not. <laughs> I mean, but it should be. Not only should it be, but. It is, but it's not. I was like, <laughs> how did this happen? And then I look at the cast. I'm like, oh, it is Will Arnett. It is 100% Will Arnett. And, and I was just like, how? I don't know. He looked like, I mean, I know he had a wig and a mustache, yeah, yeah. but he looked really different. Like he looked like beefed up or something. You want to feel incredibly old? Yeah. So we're watching it. I'm watching it with my son and I we're watching it. And I go, I turn to him and go, Lex, who's that? And he goes, oh. That's the host of Lego Masters. Oh, no. <laughs> Will Arnett hosts a Lego like game show on Fox, and my son loves it. So he was so excited to see the Lego Masters oh, guy my in the movie. I guess that's better than him going like, oh, he's from Arrested uh, Development. <laughs> exactly. He's the one that didn't love his <laughs> Spanish girlfriend, so his brother slept with her. Now, there is a little bit of controversy going around. About what? But I don't know. You're you're certainly not going to agree with it. It's it's mainly if not completely from Gen Z. Okay. And they are not happy that Kermit has a different voice. 
Well, what the fuck do you want? I mean, coming from somebody who grew up with Jim uh, Henson. Jim Henson we felt this pain. I know this pain. I've been there where I'm looking at Kermit going, that doesn't sound like Kermit. Yeah. That's a different person doing the well, Kermit voice. of course voice. it's a different person. It, it still sounds like Kermit. Exactly. And I feel like they did something really smart. So uh, I don't think this is going to be spoiling too much because this happens in the first five minutes yeah. of the show. But they reveal that the other Muppets are having a Halloween party. Yes. While Gonzo and Pepe are at the Haunted Mansion. Which was among my favorite bits that Kermie and Piggy were dressed as each were other. Were dressed as each other. It so, was so cool. It, but here's the thing. I think it was incredibly smart because they put a pig nose on Kermit. So not only was it Kermit voice, but it was Kermit's voice with a plugged up nose. Yes. And so, he was doing piggy part of exactly. it. Exactly. So it made it sound almost like they were at least trying to disguise yeah. the transition between one Kermit and the other. Yeah. But come on, you guys. You this guys, is this happens. If you want to fix this, <laughs> then build a fucking time machine and go back and give Jim Henson a flu shot. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. I mean, that's just kind of a oh, ridiculous thing. But, yeah. you know, and it is it is glaring to those of us who. Sure. But it's not glaring to Lex. Yeah, that's exactly you know, right. It's not glaring. That's the exactly Muppets are right. for kids. Right. Even though they're so much more behind. It's like a Pixar movie. Right. It's for kids. And they go to the trouble to make it so that it's for everybody. Yeah. But. It, you know, there's that stuff. It was like the the one, as Clark will know, <laughs> I'm not telling you anything new. The one Muppet you'll never hear voiced again is the Swedish chef. Yeah. Because that was so special to Jim Henson and his family that they just decided to retire that. Yeah. But like, yeah, Rolf was Rolf. Yeah. Kermit is Kermit. Yeah. But it's like, you know, there are people that. There are people that grow up. There are people that want to be puppeteers yeah. because of the Muppets. Yeah. I mean, Clark and I certainly aren't the only two people in love with the Muppets. <laughs> yes. But it'd be sad if they were just still making it just, <laughs> just for, for us. the two of us. Um, they're losing money on that. But the but boy, are they hitting the right audience? Yeah, right. But the the haunted mansion. Oh. If you if you're home with your kids, if yeah, you're home by yourself, yeah, you know, it's like. So it was so super fun. So it's nostalgic. Silly, it's fun. Nostalgic on two levels. Yeah. If you're a Haunted Mansion fan yep. or if you're just an a old Muppet, fan. Muppet fan. And and just fun anyway. Yeah. If you if you don't know a thing or if your kids don't know a thing. And kind of short. Yeah. O it was only like, about the size of one of these episodes that we're yes, doing right exactly. here. <laughs> it was like about an hour. Exactly. So it, and great cameos and stuff, but I just loved it. Yeah. And I was like, if you're looking for something to do at home that won't give you COVID, <laughs> you watch the Muppets Haunted oh, Mansion. Oh. Well, you do have to have Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh put it on in the background on Halloween. <gasps> oh. Just throw it on in the background during a party or when you're uh handing out treats. Yeah. That'd be a fun thing to just have playing in the background. I loved it. I love you, Muppets. <laughs> well, uh, I tell you, I, when I was at Comic-Con, yeah. there was a guy with a gonzo. Oh, nice. And I stopped and I was like, 
Gonzo. And I gave him a hug and I said to the the guy, like, can I give him a kiss? And he was like, oh, he's pretty dirty. Oh, no. And I walk away and it doesn't occur to me like I just walked past Dave Goltz and didn't say anything. No, that was the Gonzo? No, it wasn't like a cosplayer. What? And I just, they they always say when you work with the Muppets, you just interact with them and you forget. And I'm like, I just fucking blew off Dave Gold. Oh my God. Cause I was just like, Gonzo, I love you. Meanwhile, wow. I'm like, you know, probably 30 and oh, look like a lunatic. All right. But um, I don't know if uh, Dave Gold was a, a big, all that Nickelodeon yeah, fan I know. in the he 90s. He didn't recognize me. Why do I have to recognize him? <laughs> Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. I wish I could so, okay. Anyway. Sorry, I had to throw well, that in. Oh, no, that's awesome. I love that. But uh, yeah, that was it. That was uh, that's the end of our show, our special spooky Ooh, Halloween show. I'm gonna have a nightmare, <laughs> Mo- mostly due to the rest of my life that we didn't talk about during this episode, or a nightmare about dildos. Oh, those aren't nightmares, my friend. <laughs> Those are smooth sailing. (laughs) Well, if you guys out there listening, if you have a question or a decision that's weighing heavily on you, please send it to us and let LB ease your burden. Send us your problems at AskLoriBeth.com. Follow us on all the socials at AskLoriBeth. Or just leave us a message with your voice at 1-855-336-2374. That's 1-855-DENBERG or 1-855-DENBERG. And you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter, and at the Lori Beth Denberg fan page on Facebook. And I will say, Clark, because this has been happening and I want people to know they can do this. You can DM me with your question. Oh, nice. Because I put I put stuff up. I say, hey, send me your questions about blank. Yeah. But there, you know, it might be too sensitive. You don't want to put a whole question in it. Absolutely. DM me. I look at those and and a lot of more sensitive questions, people that want it to be anonymous, yeah. have come through there. Yeah. So it you don't have to put it on display for everyone. Or you could call, like Clark said. Yeah, that's great but, advice. Um, and if you want to book me for a personalized video for a friend or loved one, you can find me at... Cameo.com slash Lori Beth. Oh, that was a very pregnant pause. So, uh, yeah, thanks for your questions. Please have a safe and happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. Goodbye, scary ghosts and goblins. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question there. Thanks for listening.